it's over. I mean, we just you're celebrating and then boom, it's over. Christmas decorations are all put away. We're ready to go. And it just feels abrupt. Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. This is the show where we remind dads of what's most important. I'm your host, Scott Moore. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Todd, how's it going? Scott, it is 2024. We've made it through another year and we're beginning another uh, adventure as uh, we begin this year. Uh, How was the end of last year, first of all? How did Christmas go down? I think I only ruined it once. So that did was you? Good. That's pretty good. Uh, that's better than my usual average. And it wasn't like a big ruining. So it, it was just kind of a little one where I, you know, yelled at my wife and made her feel bad. And, you know, then we went on. I apologized and all that stuff. So. so does your wife recover fairly quickly? All depends. Yeah, because I don't have a really quickly recovering yeah. wife. In fact, I even wrote in our Family Man Weekly email, I said, you know, hey, be prepared, you know, prepare to lower your expectations, be prepared to blow it or only have strong resolve and all that stuff. And I mean, I had barely sent it when that was all crumbling oh, in wow. my life, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, but that's how it goes. way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, we did pretty well and. Uh, you know, we made it through. That's the good thing. Um, and it's like, land, it's like playing an airplane. Any Christmas you can walk away from is a good one. Exactly. Uh, so was there any highlights? I mean, were kids all there? Or did uh, Henry was all in his Christmas best? I saw him in his little <laughs> Christmas hat at yes. one point. He was very cute. cute. Yeah. Um, and he made it through the holidays, mostly healthy. He's got a little cold now, but. Yeah. I, I think it's no big deal. You know, it's funny. It kind of went by like. Like a blur. Yeah. I'm like, wait, that was Henry's first Christmas. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like we did magical things for it, you know, but it was, it was good. Right. It's just, you know, I think I'm old and things just go by quickly. now. So, well, you do kind of, I mean, you, you do kind of think those magical, like a sleigh ride worthy of Instagram, you yes. know, that. You could do with your family. Yeah. We, I don't know if we had any magical moments, but it was good. I mean, it goes by so fast. Yeah. I mean, even now I heard my wife say, I mean, it's just over. It's over. I mean, we just, you're celebrating and then boom, it's over. Christmas decorations are all put away. We're ready to go. And it just feels abrupt. Yeah. And I'm ready to hibernate, you know, Yeah. (laughs) because it's like, okay, we haven't put our Christmas decorations away, but we barely got any out this year. Oh yeah. No, we have, we're, we're decorated to the hilt. And remember we started way back at the beginning of November thinking that we would be able to enjoy them more, but not a good plan. It doesn't really work very well. And our Christmas tree, even though we cut it down ourselves was dry as a tumbleweed. Ouch. So, which reminds me of a present that I got my parents that I think is a hit for all you plant lovers. 
Um, I saw that my nephew had gotten it from my mother-in-law. It's called a Rose of Jericho, and they ship it to you. They're cheap, $5.99. I think we got three of them for that. And they ship, and they look like nothing. They look like a dried-out, shriveled-up. It's not even a plant. I mean, it's not in any dirt. It just looks like a little tumbleweed about the size of a small tennis ball. And I mean, it's total. There's no weight to it. There's nothing, not a single green ounce to it. And then you put it in, you kind of soak it in water and then you put it in a little dish with some gravel in the bottom and just sit it on there. And I mean, within a couple hours, it starts to green up. And now my parent, my brother just sent me a picture of it the other day. And it's, you know, as big as the dish and it's fanned out and it's all green and lush. It's not a beautiful looking plant, but it is kind of magical. So if you're like a plant guy who probably has had an amaryllis and something else, this is a fun thing to get the old people on your Christmas list next year. Rose of Jericho. So what do you do if it doesn't grow? And they're like, you just got me a bowl of dirt for Christmas, didn't you? It's not dirt. It just <laughs> look, but it does. But it does. Right. It just... And then I guess you're, you know, after a month, you just let it dry out and it shrivels up to nothing again. You can even make tea out of it because it came like it says nothing on the website about making tea. And then the package says it's all about making tea. You know, it's like a tea package. I had to cross it out because I was afraid my parents would stew it or whatever. <laughs> and I didn't even know if you could drink it. You know, I just looked a little scary that way. That is a magical gift right there. A magical gift if you're tired of giving the amaryllis to all the old people. So they'll think it's cool. Right. I think it's cool. I'm ready for one. That's I'm when I'll know I'm for... really old is when someone starts giving me plants for Christmas. <laughs> it's going to happen. I know. That bird seed and, and a big thermometer that you can put or a rain gauge. I just saw on Facebook actually this morning a friend of ours, their grown son who is about the age of my oldest daughter gave them all new appliances for their kitchen for Christmas. Wow. <laughs> and she was like, I've never had matching appliances. Look at what my yeah. son did. And I'm like, so my kids need to get on the stick. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I am just like, not, I mean, even my own kids, my, you know, my little son and he's not little anymore. He's 17. You know, he gave me this drill bit socket set, you know, of driver bits and, and it was probably like 30 bucks. And I'm, I'm, I told all my kids, you don't have to spend that much money on your dad, you know, because even now when I get my dad and he's listening, probably when I get my dad a Christmas present in my head, I'm thinking 10 bucks is a good amount. You know, <laughs> I just am not, there's like, there's no generosity in this heart of mine. And my kids are so generous. I mean, a would buy me a hundred dollar thing. And I'm like, don't do that. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're generous, Scott. Are you just, a, would, well, maybe it's, maybe you don't receive because you're not a giver. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying, I don't know. But like, what would your, you know, an instinct, if you had to get a gift to your parents, what does your head tell you? Like, if you don't think about it. Oh, it's just baby pictures at this point, you know. <laughs> exactly. Pictures is the, exactly. Is what? No frame? Yeah. <laughs> well, you can get those yourself. We didn't know if you'd want it framed. Yeah. Yep. Did you get anything that you were like, wow, that was, that was really fun or that I really, not that you, you know, cause some years you get something and you're like, that was so cool. That was so fun. 
No, this year was kind of a dud for me, which is fine. I didn't need anything. My kids are actually really generous. They're not, you know, in the position to buy us all new appliances. But so my sons have both worked at Chick-fil-A for several years now. And mm-hmm. uh, so they're, you know, ha- had been loaded with money. And like my one son, oh, yeah, that's awesome. guitar pedals and stuff like that. But now it's like he's thinking, yeah, I got to save up for college next year. And my other son's in college. And so they're. I'm like that. I'm broke. I need to pay for gas. So you got like <laughs> Chick Fil A, those little extra Happy Meal toys that they put in their things. I did actually. That was one. That was one thing I asked for. <laughs> it was funny. There's in Chick Fil A. There's if you you might have seen this if you've been in one recently. They had a Christmas tree in there, and they had a uh, the little cows all over as ornaments. You know, like little stuffed mm-hmm. Chick Fil A cows. Right. And they had one that was a surfing cow that had like a surfboard with a bite out of it even. <laughs> and you wanted that? And I asked for that. I didn't like put it on a list, but That's I, awesome. I mentioned that and they got one for me. So that is now on my Christmas tree permanently. That's so fun. That I think that's fun. great. Well, you know, I have you ever seen Mickey's Christmas Carol? Oh, Scott? yeah. So you're well familiar with it, right? Yes. Well, my son Ike. He goes all out on Christmas. I mean, he's my Mr. Etsy guy. He's the one who's made, you know, scream cans and he sells them to Hollywood people. And in fact, I don't even know if I said this. He got a big order and it's it's I can say it now, but it was an order from actually Disney. Wow. Who ordered um, a bunch of hundreds of of uh Beskar from the Mandalorian. That's awesome. And, and it was all kind of secret because they wouldn't tell him what it was for. They just said, oh, oh, this is a promotion. And well, because he was on the lookout. He knew when the promotion was coming out. And apparently they took all and he made all these uh, what, Republic credits, you know, custom made for them. And he shipped them out there. And apparently the Mandalorian seasons are now on, now on, on Blu-ray. Like, I guess people buy those now. And they were promoting them to different people. And so they even showed it. It was on the news in California where if you saw the show, The Mandalorian, the lady who's the armor lady who does, you shall bathe in the Lake of Mandalore, you know, or whatever. Um, She's in full costume and she's got this bucket and it's got a special name. But inside that bucket is Beskar, all this Beskar. and, And they were giving it to influencers to make a big splash, you know, <laughs> that's awesome. They show this one where uh, my son showed it to me. It was on television and uh, it was like channel 26 in LA. And this Mandalorian walks in, you know, and everybody's like, what's going on? And she says, you know, I am here to see Jason so-and-so. And he's like uh, back at a news desk and the camera follows him and everybody's laughing. And Jason's like, googly died at this mandalorian and she goes jason are you ready to pledge your soul to the to be a mandalorian and he looks at her and he goes i am (laughs) you know and it was just totally so fun so anyway so ike makes those kind of things that's how he makes his living actually and he made me this can you see it in the camera scott i don't know if you can see it Uh, i see something you see it now is that goofy Yes, that's the goofy door knocker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On, you know, it's so it's, it's cool. Marley. Full size. Yeah. Yes, that Jacob Marley turns into Scrooge. <laughs> right, you, know, right, right. you know, that kind of thing. And it is so fun. So that I was super excited that's about that. That's awesome. That was, that was a cool thing. That was a cool thing. Um, but how about New Year's? Did you do anything New Year's? 
No. Uh, yeah. My, well, my sons did a cool thing. They, they had a couple of friends over, and they, I don't know if you've seen this online. People have been posting, if you start something at a certain time, it'll do this thing at midnight, so you'll ring oh. in the new year. There was uh. One of them was, uh, if you watch The Lord of the Rings, and if you start the two towers at a certain time, then it will happen be at midnight. At, well, at midnight, it will be, uh, who is it, Theoden saying, and so it begins. <laughs> and it's right before, like, the Battle of Helm's Deep or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right huh. as that. So, you know, as I you ring in the new, uh, new year, cool. he's saying, and so it begins. And so they did that, and it actually worked. It was great. It was very fun. Really? Huh. <laughs> so that was That's our big fun. New Year's. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Did you uh, had you did you watch the Gavel Goat? By the way, I was just kind of checking on that. I didn't really check towards the end. I watched it a little bit. I'm kind of bummed because it you know hasn't burned in a while, so it's kind of losing its luster for me. But this year, apparently, it was attacked by birds right I away. I saw it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I happened to look on there one day, and it was covered on the back yeah. by these black birds. And something like I don't know if they shot something in the air or clapped their hands, but then they all blew off and i never saw that again but i was just looking at a text and it says something uh that they got a lot of bird friends that were yeah that there were that showed up so i saw that the goat did survive but it was severely wounded because the birds ate a lot of the straw i think you know that would explain some things because i did see it was kind of look like it it was getting shaggy (laughs) like they were hanging from that's interesting well that's not as interesting as a burning and if I were the if I were the people of Yable, I would conveniently let someone through and burn it down <laughs> because they're going to lose some viewership here yep. if if we don't see some if we don't see some flames, baby. Hey, uh, this is my prediction for the best movie of 2024, even though it came at 23. Was I've I've seen Wonka? Have you seen that yet? No, I've seen it twice. I mean, wow. and I told my kids last night. If somebody invites me tonight, I'm going again. It was so good. It was the music was great. I loved it. It was gave me those little tingles, and I'm, we've been singing the music ever since. Really good movie. Awesome. It has a little, a few little spots, but I don't think anybody. If you were a kid, you would never see him. So I saw but Ferrari. Ferrari. Yes, it's the. It's a kind of a biopic or whatever you say. Uh, oh yeah. About Enzo Ferrari, and that's oh, yeah? done. Was it a musical? My, no, it's a, okay. my favorite director, Michael Mann, who did Heat mm-hmm. and Collateral and some other really cool movies. Uh, but uh, first of all, it, it's it's rated R, so I wouldn't recommend it for everybody. And it was it was not on par with his other great stuff. It's still beautifully shot, and it's a great story, mm-hmm. but it wasn't wasn't quite what I was hoping for. So well, anyway. Wonka is your ticket. Uh, that was a pun on the golden ticket. Kind uh, of thing. So, uh, very so what, good. What very were, you know, are we talking about anything real here today? Like highlights of 23 and 24 or what? I don't know. Did you have some highlights? of 20? I was going to talk about something real, but it's not a highlight. Oh, well, you mentioned you have a before highlight? we started recording, you said something about like, you know, all the big stuff that happened in 23. And well, yeah, that was just, you had yeah, like, big stuff was just life. I mean, Henry was born. Well, and you um, had like had six two, grandkids two grandchildren. <laughs> yeah. Two grandchildren were born. No, three grandchildren were born. Yeah. One. I'm pretty sure it was more than that. Three. I had three <laughs> grandchildren were born and uh, we have another one on the way and uh, lots, 
I mean, just That's life crazy. happens. Yeah. Life happens. But here's what I was going to talk about, Scott. Not about 2023, because you know, coming 2024, and maybe this is kind of piggybacking off your your Christmas, whatever little minor meltdown. <laughs> um, but and we maybe we've talked about this in the past. You know, it's kind of when you've done it for this many years, it's hard to remember what we've talked about. But this is kind of a hypothetical. So the answer yes. Have you ever had a child or a spouse or family member who has said harsh things to you, Scott? Never. Like, you're a no good <laughs> pony soldier or whatever. <laughs> yes, I have. President Biden once said that. You know, or, or your kids might have said, I hate you or I can't stand you. I hate our family. Or, you know, your wife says, I can't believe I'm married to you. I wish I'd never married you. Those kind of things. Um, Usually you know, I say that for her. <laughs> like, yeah, you're why probably did thinking, you marry? Well, why do we have so many children anyway? <laughs> yeah. um, I heard if you started a wonderful life in November, <laughs> by the time you get to Christmas morning, watching it continually, the bell will ring. But, uh, you know, because uh, uh, hypothetically, um, we had a family <laughs> member who said one of those things um, just recently. And I know for some dads for some husbands it's easy to take those things really personal and be cut to the quick and withdraw you know and say fine you know you want it that way if you're not going to show me love then i won't show you any love but you know that's the wrong response um because i had an emotional child fairly recently who said some of those same lines i can't stand you i hate you all you know, and it was, I could tell the emotion was coming. I mean, it was just this child who's normally just bubbly and, and I know they not, I'm not giving them a gender neutral plural, whatever that is. That is, I'm just we trying gotcha. to give it away. Well, um, everyone they, in your family listening probably knows what's going on, but anyway, <laughs> they said that, Yeah. um, and, but they, had been super, I mean, I know they love their family because they've said it and they've shown it by every action in their body. But I could tell this wave was coming and it was obvious. And it just, I, you know, doors shut hard, hard and and I, then I heard this. And the tears, I could hear the tears. And, uh, you know, again... I know some dads who, because they've talked to me. For, you know, I, I remember a wife saying to me, oh, my husband just said something really harsh, like I was an idiot. And, and, and it was like over for her. I can't believe somebody would say that to me. And I'm like, well, get over it, you know, because he didn't mean it. You know, he was just frustrated. And when you're frustrated, you just pull out your punches. You don't, you know, you're looking for anything. And if you can say words that hurt or words that, you know, just launch out, that's what happens. I said, but you cannot get locked down in that, that he said that. But I think sometimes we dads do, you know, especially if it's, a, you know, our spouse or something. And, but I'll tell you from experience that, and it's not like you even have to go back and necessarily revisit that and say to your child or your spouse, now what you said earlier really hurt my feelings, you know, and it really was harsh and not something that God would have you say, you know, did you, 
did you mean that? Or you need to apologize. I, I don't know. I don't even know if you need to do that because I just went up to my said child, you know, a little while later and I could tell they were still emotional and just put my arms around it and, <laughs> and hugged it, you know, and it was done. It was just over. And I've done that with my spouse that it's, it's not ignoring their outburst. It's just kind of like allowing it. Um, without making it your own. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I think if you're on the receiving end of that, it's very important to know, you know, what's really going on. Cause I mean, they, you can tell if somebody means it as in like, I'm done with you. I'm never speaking to you again. And they actually are going to follow through on that. Cause of you know, whatever. I mean, I've, we've had some friends who've had that situation with right, 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 child, right. you know, and it like it, it actually is a really big deal, and they have to deal with that on a daily basis now. But um, and that's a different course of action. But you can tell if, you, if you're, you know, if your kid's just blowing steam and emotional and whatever, and you know they don't actually mean that. The problem is when you choose to then get hurt by it and say that you can never take that back. That once yeah. you say that, it's never the same again, you know? And right. now if you're the one saying it, this is the reason why you learn to control your tongue and not say things like, I hate you. Cause it's right. pretty hard to take those back sometimes right. if right. you've right. said it, but you know, as the receiver of it, you know what, if you, if you can let it bounce off and especially as the dad, like yeah. you gotta know, I mean, that that's going to happen at some point. Now I'd, Honestly, I don't think I might have had one kid say something close to that at one point, but I don't think my kids have ever really just flat out said, I hate you to my face or anything. But like from talking with you all these years, I've known like if that happens, I need to let that roll off my back because I know they don't mean that this is, you know, like we do love each other in our family and we've put in the hard work to make sure that love will triumph overall you know for as trite as that sounds it's actually true so yeah and that i mean and you're just 100 percent right on you're right on and you know if your kids have never said that to your wife hey that's that's awesome but i know like again my dad my dad likes to repeat his nuggets of wisdom and that was one of the nuggets of wisdom he that he repeated lots of times to me growing up i mean i just i just always heard it you know, and it was maybe he didn't not growing up, but maybe he said it after I started having kids. And he, he would say, you know, if your kids don't tell you they hate you, it means they're not talking to you, you know. Mm-hmm. And and what he was saying is, you know, if you're not engaged, probably they're not saying those things, you know, but kids do say those things. And to me, the way I always took it was it's OK. You know, you're normal yep, um, and you deal with it. And. And that's, I guess, just what I was thinking, because I, I guess what I saw in this little incident was even though the words sounded so kind of a, a final statement, they weren't even the beginning of a statement, really. It was just an outpouring of emotion and really uncontrolled emotion. And if it were me, if I'm the perpetrator and if I say something mean, and if you said something mean, Dad, you just can't pretend like it didn't happen. You know, you then you need to go and say something and say, you know, I'm sorry I said that. I was just so frustrated. It just came out. I didn't mean it. That wasn't what I really, really feel. And they'll probably say to you, 
yeah, but it must be in there or you wouldn't have said it. And we all know that's not true. That things come out that we don't even know where they came from, yeah. you know? And, and, but I just think, uh, again, dad, uh, and maybe new year's and Christmas brings out that, that ugly time because the expectations are so high, you know, you're going to see the Christmas lights and, and one kid didn't want to do the Christmas lights. I mean, we had a thing yesterday mm-hmm. where we went to McDonald's and it was just, it turned into this loud, just back and forth. Why well, didn't want to go? Well, okay, don't go. Well, now everybody's going and now, you know, I don't want to go. Why do we always have to do what they want to do? You know, and, and it's ugly and, and I don't know, it just, maybe my house is just the one that always has those things oh, that no. happen. <laughs> It happens, and it's not just a holiday thing. Vacations are ripe for that. And, oh, you know, yeah. And any yeah. other occasion, like Tuesday. It, yeah. <laughs> you know. Or today. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just think, you know, it's the dad's job to smooth it over, to keep going, to not take it too personal, yeah. and to, you know, not get locked down in that because it's just so easy when something is said that really hurts. And sometimes they do hurt your feelings and it's easy to say, fine, then I'm done. I'm just done with you. And you hear that, you know, like when you watch movies or even, or, or those other things, what are they called? Oh, books, read books. <laughs> um, you know, and that's a common theme where they'll have, you know, the son, you know, has that regret years later. I said some harsh things to my dad and then I walked out. He, you know, and haven't talked to him since, you know, and I think sometimes we dads, we just get stuck in that. So, you know, maybe that's a new year's resolution, not a resolution. Maybe it's just something you're going to resolve to take care of. And if you get something, you know, or maybe you need to let something go or, but this is the perfect time to do it. And, uh, if it hadn't happened to you, Hey, consider yourself blessed knowing that it probably will one day. Uh, when you least expect it. So have you ever had one of those times where like your wife gets mad and you can tell she's mad and you're just thinking, what did I do? What did I do? And then you find out it wasn't you. It was somebody else. And you're like, woohoo. <laughs> like you're happy because it's not you that she's mad at. Then, then you throw them under the bus. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would be mad too. <laughs> and then you, you know, then you have to shift into, the smoothing it over roll with everybody else, but that's so much lighter feeling than when it's me, they're mad at. Right. Right. Anyway, or even, you know, I mean, I have a, I had a good friend and right now I'm looking at the mask that I wore when I visited him the very last time because he was dying and he died just a couple days later. And I've got the mask stapled to my wall as a reminder. But I remember him telling me one time that, I mean, it was early, I was newly married and he said, and this is a tangent, I guess. But he said, you know, my wife, she would, I always felt like she was kind of hard on me, you know, like she would blame me. And I just got to a point in my marriage. I said, I'm not going to take the blame anymore. It's not my fault. And he said, you know, he goes, so for for a year, maybe, he said, I decided it wasn't my fault. And I wasn't going to take the blame anymore. And I wasn't going to let her do that. And she go, He goes, we had the worst year of our marriage. Maybe it was two years. And he goes, I decided after that, he goes, I guess I'll just take the blame. And at the time, and he goes, everything was good after that. And at the time I thought, oh, you know, he's just letting, he's a whipped puppy, you know, and he's just trampled down and he can't express himself. But really he, 
looking back now, sometimes I think he was wise. He was willing to love covers a multitude of sins. And he was kind of like, you know, I'm not going to demand of my, what I deserve. And, uh, he just took it and I know they still talked about it. And, uh, but you know, if you're expecting somebody to say, Oh, I'm so sorry, you know, that I hurt your feelings. Will you forgive me? You know, we just set ourselves up for disappointment. And sometimes as the dad, we have to dad up and we have to say, okay, they said it. They probably didn't mean it. You know, they probably won't apologize for it, you know, but I'm going to be okay with it, you know, because I know that I still love them. They still love me. Even if they don't love me, I'm going to keep loving. And does it feels like a raw deal sometimes, but you know, I kind of say, bring it on. You know, that's what we signed up for. I mean, anybody can be a dad when everybody likes you, but it's the dad who sometimes doesn't feel very loved or liked. It just continues that becomes my hero. So I'm pretty sure I read somewhere something about being slow to anger and quick to forgive. Yes. <laughs> I think that was very, it sounds very biblical. Yes. Um, and, and that's hard to do. Well, Hey, uh, we're out of time. That's again. Thanks for being on the team. Um, I get your emails all the time and you text me. And again, you can, any of you can text me at five, seven, four, two, five, three. One six six three. Now, don't get chatty with me because it's just hard to go back and forth. I don't even like to chat back and forth with, with you know, the people who are super close to me because I'm busy. But hey, text me, and you know, I'll, I'll probably text you back. But if you need something special, let me know. And you will notice that I haven't said, hey, don't forget to get your calendars because we don't have any calendars left; they're all gone. So, thanks for being on the team. Thanks for doing what you do. And maybe you don't feel very loved. Maybe you don't feel very appreciated. And maybe your kids have said something hard or your wife has said something hard. I know it's really hard not to get discouraged by those comments. But keep going. Keep being the dad. Keep being the husband. Keep loving. And, you know, I'd love to say 2024 is going to be the best year ever. But it's going to have some hard times in it. You know, and there are going to be some painful things. I'm going to get some emails that, some of the people listening right now have are going to lose somebody. And, you know, maybe it'll be me. And I know, Scott, do you ever have this these moments of more morbidness in your life? Um, when I was putting away the Christmas decorations, um, I just had this feeling like, you know, I wonder if I'm not here next year. And they have to unpack them by themselves. And so I have these Mickey Mouse slippers that my daughter got me for Christmas a couple years ago. And they've got a, you know, they're real fun. They've got like a, uh, Santa Claus hats on them and I don't really wear them except during the Christmas time and so I was I for the last couple of years I've just packed them away each year and so I mean I just had that feeling and I put a little note in one of the shoes and I just said hey if you're unpacking this it means I'm not here just want you to know how much I love you and you guys can fight over who gets these slippers and then I said Sam you probably won't get them because your feet are too big uh, <laughs> but you know but it was just that feeling of you know, what we have as dads is so, so precious and it can disappear in just a moment. So whatever the year holds, you're going to make it through and you got to keep doing it. Keep showing up and do it because you did dad. And that's our show for this week, dad. Thanks for joining us for the family man show with Todd Wilson. 
If you have a question for the show, email Todd at familyman at familymanweb.com. If you have a question for me, you can reach me at scott at unsocializedmedia.com. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. Bye.